0: I'm an emotional flasher.
1: I really want to dispel the right everyday myth because it's just Mm -hmm. not true. And
0: my book doesn't quit, but at the minute it's so cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: My my opening um, bit of advice for how to create a writing habit is... Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators, and welcome back to another episode of of the Activated this podcast with myself, Daniel Wilcox, otherwise I wouldn't be able to be speaking, and my co-host... Samantha Frost, otherwise
0: known as why don't you let a bitch finish a sip of coffee before you just (laughs) plunge into the intro? You're
1: looking very festive in that corner, Sam.
0: Thank you, that's my my intention, Um, and just for eagle-eyed viewers, um, yes, I am wearing a jumper, Um, that's because it's freezing in my house. And I've got an activated author's t-shirt underneath. Uh, but I'm not taking this jumper off because I could die of hypothermia. Because I've currently got no gas, uh, which means no heating or hot water. Because it went out in the middle of the night and I woke up with icicles on me nose.
1: <laughs> That's horrible. I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. Yeah, I get paid tomorrow. I can sort it out.
1: And I think the really good thing is that I love the fact that, like bars are open pretty much every day until mm. o'clock. But you know, services like places you can buy heating and electricity, and often medical assistance places mm-hmm. can be closed at weekends because that's when all those emergencies stop.
0: Yes, yes. And my house is basically I say my house I rent. um and the the systems are very old here. um mm. and British gas was hounding me for a long time kept leaving me voicemails like we need to install smart meters and I finally managed to like get on that call with them <laughs> and they were like oh no we can't install them at your house I was like cool so thanks for like just
1: thanks Mr. me um
0: because like that would be amazing for me I just I to have top that. it up on my phone
1: when I moved to this place they did like one of the smart meters I can't remember which I think it was electricity and they were like we oh, do your gas and then they came up and they're like oh no it's too far away to connect to your like wherever yeah. the Pointers and i was like well why why yeah that's a whole welcome to the british economics of fucked podcast oh yeah <laughs> what has been going on sam how's your last week been
0: oh just to make a difference because i'm so aware right i i suffer with chronic mental health so there's very oh. bad chronic bad mental health I suffer with chronic good health. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's very few weeks where I'm going to be like, I've had an awesome week because that's just generally like number one, not usually the case. Um, I have good days, but like, if you look at a week on a whole, it's usually a bit. Um, And also Mm -hmm. I've been ill. um, And so not great. uh, Generally speaking, um, I've I'm still still really not well. Um, still exhausted, still not sleeping properly, despite being exhausted. Thanks, body. Um, and just the brain fog is real. Uh, they messed up my medication again. Um, I'm on second line medication, so if I miss it for literally one day, the I get sick, like body withdrawal sick. So like my all of my internal like systems just don't play that's as that's as graphic as we'll get with that um and like my brain stops working so I left my house today at five to ten to get into town uh which from where I live is like like decent pace of walking no more than 10 minutes so I could get to the pharmacy four ten. To get the rest of my medication um, and take it as quickly as possible because it's slow release. So it takes like a good three, four hours before I stop feeling like shit. Um, And I got back home. Well, I text you when I said, like, I've not long got back. Mm -hmm. And that was just me getting myself into town and getting home again. It should have been if if my brain was working fine, it would have been half an hour, 45 minutes. But it took me, like, what, two and a half, three hours? Yeah. Just because I kept, like, stopping and looking at things. And I don't mean, like, oh, this is interesting. I mean, like, something would catch my eye and I'd stare at it and I'd just be stood there staring at something for, like, 20 minutes and then go, oh, God, because my brain, like, just crashes. So mm-hmm. it's 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 been a whole situation, if I'm honest. It's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've I've been fortunate enough to have um, a lovely person help me out this week. But other than that, I'm thankful for that. But other than that, like...
1: It's a lot.
0: It's so much. Yeah. And I cannot wait for the Christmas holidays just so, like, homework is one thing that is taken off of my plate and yeah. waking my son up in the morning. Um at this, at, at just at this juncture in my in my brain, like I'm I'm not even particularly looking forward to Christmas, and that's very unlike me because I'm a very Christmas person. But I just I just keep finding myself bursting into tears for no real reason. So there you go. That's how I've been. How's your week been?
1: I've discovered it. if I sit like this, the Christmas tree looks like a little hat.
0: <laughs> so same, pretty much same, so roughly the same, roughly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm, yeah. I mean. <laughs> i'm sorry that really sucks and yeah it's time
0: yeah kind of that's just
1: the insight's where it's at
0: isn't it sometimes
1: (laughs) yeah um yeah i mean so my week has been um i know kind of as always as is always my case full of revelations yes (laughs) dizzying with the heights (laughs) of new cognitive structures um Oh, and people say I'm verbose. So, <laughs> so I I think it was Monday. I angered myself quite greatly. Um normally there's like, you know, a moment
0: in which I'll anger. Myself. You angered yourself
1: quite greatly. I, I angered myself quite greatly. And okay. part of what I did to to elicit that bout of anger is hmm. I watched an Instagram reel of myself. <laughs> oh july 2021 yep so for context as we're recording it's the 11th of december so 2020 2027 to um <laughs> 2022 yep. So approximately 16 17 months ago mm-hmm. and in that video is me pulling over to the side of the road because i was driving when the thought apparently struck me And Mm -hmm. talking to the camera and basically announcing that I've discovered that I need to slim down the amount of things I'm doing, that I take on too many things and that I really excel when I can focus on a project and get my teeth into it. And that's what I'm going to be doing thus from there on. Like, I feel like it doesn't need me to colour in the picture as to why that has angered me so much.
0: How's it going, though? So how's that going?
1: (laughs) So, yeah. In, in about once more of slimming down the things um and i don't know this year this year has been like a weird ride anyway for many reasons like opportunities pop-up opportunities disappear all this kind of stuff blah, 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 blah. um mm-hmm. and this is this is a very long story so i'm going to give the short version is that i really have realized just in my own day-to-day throughout the week that i am missing ironically for this episode my writing habit um, and i've I've written stuff mm-hmm. like I've written forty five thousand words of a course, I've written forty thousand words of a nonfiction book, I've written twenty thousand words of a novella um in the last three months. but I am how to say this I am struggling to find the joy in the stuff that I've written that's mm-hmm. apart from my fiction and my fiction is the thing that I've just not been able to get to because of like lots of the other things that I've been doing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know there's there's lots of reasons I can go into it as, as to why some of that stuff is happening but at its bottom line I haven't been prioritizing my fiction and when I went full-time in 2019 um fiction was the priority and thus it was for a good year and a half two years yeah. um and so I've kind of just been having a long hard think this week about a bunch of different gears, a bunch of different mechanisms, things I'm doing. Um, And at the forefront of it, like the reason that I went full time was because I wanted to write books. And one of the things I always promised myself when doing activated authors and coaching and stuff is I'm going to be a working writer. And like, arguably I still am because, you know, I'm still writing things. Um, I'm still, you know, in the industry. I'm still listening to the news, the publishing trade, all the things that are going on. Yeah, I'm working with authors and helping them through their process. But... I've not been at the front of myself in that process, mm. and so I really have had that moment of all right, I need to get my teeth back into this, write the things that I love and follow my own advice that I give to people. yeah um, and so yeah, that's kind of that's where the week is that's that's where I'm at. um I mean, I met up with Luke Condor and Carl Hughes yesterday and went to Nottingham for some steak and some golf and what's, what's, what's- yeah. <laughs> it's like a bit of a Hawk and Cleaver Christmas thing. And um, for people that don't know who they are, they are some of the, the big brains behind the the other stories podcast and the Hawk and Cleaver crew. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, like that was just really nice going out and just having some drinks and things. And for the first time in ages, we didn't really like spend a lot of time talking about like books and work and stuff, but more just about life and just hanging out, which was really, really good. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it's just it's I don't know, it's just been one of those one of those weeks where I've really kind of gone like, what is it that fuels my fire? Um mm-hmm. And why am I not doing that? Because I've, I've I've had on and off for the past, like, two years. Like, I am quite a strategic thinker. And so yeah. anytime I'm about to put my mind to something, I do spend time going, how is this going to impact X, Y, Z? What's going to push me further quickest? And the things that I've enjoyed the most are the things where I've just gone, like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to have a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, over the next few months, there's going to be um, a few fiction projects coming out from myself, Um I'm in the process at the minute. What in the process? I'm about to start um, looking at reflecting over this year and and properly planning what next year is going to be, Um, particularly when it comes to releases and things. But, yeah, that's... Yes, yes, Sam.
0: I have an idea.
1: I got to ask somebody. No.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I suck at strategic thinking, generally speaking, at least when it comes to looking... Prudence is something that...
1: <laughs> I want to school not... with the
0: prudence. Huh?
1: I want to school with the prudence.
0: Okay. Fun fact. But it's not something that comes to me naturally. <laughs> it's something that I've had to work at very hard and develop very hard. And unless I remember that I'm supposed to remember to be prudent when I'm looking at things, I forget about it. Um, so strategy for my own stuff. Is something that I am sorely lacking, um, and it sounds like joy is something, or how I phrase it for my own life, impulsivity is something that you could deal with a little bit more of. So how about next time one of us has got like an idea or I want to work on this, we can just we just flag it to the person. And you like when I'm like, oh, I want to do this, you can be like, okay, let's think about it a little bit strategically. And the next time you're like, so I'm gonna do this, 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 and this and this and this. And I'm gonna be like, okay, cool. Where's the part that you want to do?
1: Mm-hmm. Where's the joy? Yeah.
0: And and maybe we can just just like five percent each other a little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean it's it's really annoying because I had a chat with my business coach a couple of weeks ago. And <laughs> I know I said this to you, but like as a coach it, it's very similar to how do we phrase it when you're in a bad relationship I think we said this a couple of weeks ago when you're in a bad yeah, relationship did, yeah you are very easy to identify why other people's relationships are bad uh-huh but you, it's really difficult to turn the looking glass on yourself and it's exactly the same with the coaching like this stuff you preach all the time like and it just slips for whatever reason like your head kind of just pulls out you get lost in other things you're like oh everything's fine and then you stop and you just go oh wait a second
0: why am I miserable?
1: Yeah. <laughs> for for the record, I'm not miserable. No, no. <laughs> but, yeah, like it's just No, of course not. Yeah, something something's just not in alignment. And I think, yeah. I, I I know what I'm capable of and I wanna show it. With my Christmas hat.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um It doesn't really work with me. I just look like I'm weirdly trying to like somehow fight photobomb my own. Yeah, one of those
1: big like wiggy hats. <laughs> yeah. Watch the fire.
0: It's <laughs> oh, miles away. It looks okay. like but it's miles away.
1: That's the last thing we hear in the podcast. <laughs> um, What's your one key takeaway for this week?
0: Okay, so I've been struggling with... I've had two things that keep, like, popping up in my head this week. One is about strength. And, uh, and both of them, neither of them are new. Mm. Like neither of them are revelations they're just things that like as we've just been talking about I forget um and so one of them is that oh I'm gonna cry I apologize one of them is that weakness is not asking for help And, in fact, it's one of the strongest things you can do to be open and vulnerable with somebody. Um, Like, with the right people, obviously, don't go around just, like, flashing everybody your emotions because that's dangerous. Um, (laughs) I'm an emotional flasher. Um, But, yeah, like, this week has been... Not just this week, like the past couple of weeks have been brutal, honestly. Um just because like my brain, my intelligence, my creativity, all of those things are part of what I count as my identity. And I've like had very limited access to what I would normally have. Um and that's made me feel very sad. <laughs> and vulnerable, um, and, like, not want to speak to people, and angry at times, and all of those things. And my knee-jerk response is to shut it away, not talk about it, and just hide. Um, But actually, because in my brain that's stronger, um, but it's not. Like that's that's the illness talking, is that you know, because it's easier for things like that to thrive in darkness.
1: Illness and society.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but like there's been many times this week where I have lent on you with what is going on with me and all of that stuff, and you have um really helped and you've pulled me through. So it's just that kind of remembering that like there is so much strength in being vulnerable and the other thing is work the fucking problem hmm. um like I woke up this morning and my head was swimming obviously because the meds and everything else and it was just like right the only thing I need to focus on until it's done is getting this tablet inside me mm Um, And like, yeah, it took a fucking long time, Um, but I got it done. And so now that problem is solved. I can move on to the next. And just because there's a massive pile of them, it doesn't mean that, you know, solving one at a time won't sort that out. So just the strength and vulnerability and just work the problem in front of you until it's done and then work the next one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm in no way saying this as a comparison, but yesterday morning, I think it was, woke up like intensely dehydrated because I realized I hadn't really drunk much the day before and I had a pounding headache. Yeah. And I was in bed, woke up, and every part of me was like, I know what I need to do, which is just to drink a pint of water. Mm-hmm. But the actual process of getting up and crossing the living room, which in reality it was like, like 30 seconds to get to the kitchen, pour a cup of water down it like the process took me about 20-25 minutes because I was just in bed and again like in no way sort of scalable or comparable to obviously some of the stuff that you have to deal with but like it highlights just how much your body can fight against you even though it knows what it should have Mm -hmm. um and like I know I said I've said this sort of in prior weeks and not but like I do want to say like thank you for for sharing so openly about like the stuff that you have to go through because like there are people out there are in similar situations that like struggle with these kind of things, and I think like there's so much power in that openness and that sharing. And just like, obviously, the whole one of the whole it's been a while since we said this one of the whole things about activated authors is that you know we're very open, very transparent about everyone's journey and the differences thereof in being an author pursuing creativity, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and if there's anything but I, one that I want to add into the world is like just sharing that open, transparent journey, um, and you're like a big part of that so I want to say thank you for for sharing just because also I know that's like very very difficult to do um especially when you feel like crap um
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it does feel like you're kind of complaining all the time you're not by the way it doesn't that doesn't come across to to elite least... okay you uh, are
0: right there that is what it feels like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah I just yeah I think there are so many ways to live a creative life um and at the core of it you have to learn to live like a human life that works for you before you can then put your, your hands to art.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that said, my key takeaway for this week is uh, Casper's desserts do deliver. Um, so like if you want waffles, if you want like ice cream and stuff, they're pretty good. I think they're kind of like an <laughs> <in> East Midlands <laughs> uh, style place. Very, very, very good desserts. Um <laughs> sam where are you i'm here <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i thought you like crawled away from the camera <laughs> just the crawling across. With some footsteps running down the path yeah <laughs> <laughs> um my key takeaway is kind of what i said in the intro which is um remembering why i started yeah like, I, I, I don't think I need to expand on that more, but I will so... probably
0: best because I think I've just taken up about 40 minutes of this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're all good. So... <laughs> um, our win from the community this week hmm. goes to the has been silent but has been doing all of the things behind the scenes, Emma G, who officially completed her thesis. So, absolutely, huge oh! us, Emma, massive. Yes, um, so hopefully that means we see your face a little bit more around stem the camp. queen, yeah, yeah, STEM, STEM stem i've <laughs> oh got
0: <laughs> nice, um,
1: beautiful okay into the questions
0: okay so the question this week is how does one develop a writing habit
1: mm. also this is so funny as well because i I'm just genuinely...
0: adjusting my blanket because <laughs> it's it kind of I'm looks trying... like a skin yeah i'm trying to get a 360 blanket <laughs> situation going because my butt is freezing and my book doesn't quit, but at the minute it's
1: so cold. It's- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's kind of like, it's very, it's genuinely coincidental that we we picked this topic for this week because I planned these a few weeks ago and didn't realise that that would be my revelation for this week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is this is one of the, the biggest things that really powers um, or turns a writer into an author and really like helps you along your track to creating something and finishing something yep. um writing routines writing habits can be incredib- incredibly powerful and I would argue that if you don't have some form of habit or routine you're you going know. to find it very very difficult to produce things um, oh, I
0: can that. attest that that is
1: correct yeah. um and I, I do really think like the moment you start to look into fixing this in your schedule and making it a regular thing that you do um mm-hmm. it's really when you kind of In the words of Stephen Pressfield, like turn pro. Um, Interestingly, just a side note: people that want to listen to an interview recently, Stephen Pressfield was on Oprah on her soul. I can't remember what it's called—the Soul Podcast thing.
0: Soul Sundays. Um, The War of Art, right?
1: Yes, Stephen Pressfield. Thank
0: you. Sorry, I was having a proper brain fog moment. I was like, I know that name. Why?
1: Yeah, yeah. He did War of Art, turning pro, and the Legend of Bag of Ants. Oh, really? There you go.
0: Sorry, I don't um, think it's quite so high-pitched. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I'm> double going <laughs> <from it>.
1: um... <laughs> Just working my dog up. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd say, like, this is, this is something that I see a lot. This is something that when people come to Activated Authors, particularly they get a lot of our benefit in helping them from creating that yeah. routine and having a fixed place where they get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Something where when I coach people, this is normally one of the first things we begin to work on because, as I say, like, everything else comes from this. So, um, I think you, you've probably got some ideas for bits and pieces. I think if we just like come out of point 20. Be a little
0: each. back and forth.
1: Yeah. So, my my opening um, bit of advice for how to create a writing habit is start small. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy to look at authors out there, people doing lots of things that are like, oh, you need to write a 1,000 words a day, you need to write 2,000 words a day. Like, there are people out there writing 10,000 words a day regularly. Um, and yeah that's not helpful for you. You need to start where you are and you need to learn what you're capable of. And then you need mm-hmm. to build. Um, and for perspective, when I first began writing, it was 2014. And what I started to do was give myself 20 minutes a day. Um, we, it, would, it would normally be after I, cause I was at that point, I was working for myself, like editing and proofreading and stuff. Um, and after I'd finished my project for the day, I would spend 20 minutes and I would just try, I'd write maybe three sentences. Sometimes it might be like 200 words um and and that was it and at that point I had no idea about routines and habits it was just like I was just like if I chip away at this I think I can get this done mm-hmm. and so that's what I did like just 15 20 minutes was nothing really like just no pressure to sit down write some sentences okay cool finish for the day um and it's so much kinder to your brain and well it's so much kinder to your brain than going like I need to write a thousand words and then like just panic in mm-hmm. to get there but the other side of that is um, when you start something, this something one of my bosses used to say that used to drive me fucking nuts, but I really get it now. Um, uh, it's a concept of uh, what he called quick wins. So if you start by successfully writing in your mm-hmm. session, and I'll go into that point in a second. But if you start by completing successfully the thing you set out to do, I'm just going to spend 15 minutes. I'm just going to write something. Okay. Day one, tick doesn't have to be physical tick can be a physical tick if that fuels you um day two 15 minutes 15 minutes nothing oh i only got like 10 words today but i did it Tick. Mm -hmm. tick and by ticking that off and by getting it in you begin to get momentum and you begin to build inertia and that really is what starts to fuel you forward and gives you the confidence that this is a thing you can do um if you write 100 words a day I'm going to get the calculator up. <laughs> it's getting embarrassing. If you write 100 words a day every day for a year, you will write 36,500 Three... words. Yep. Go on.
0: Yep. You were right. Oh. <laughs> I can't do maths. <laughs> 100, I was words, like, 3, now, 100 words a day.
1: 3,560. 100 words a day every day words. for a year, 36,500 <laughs> words. That's half of a novel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a novella, it's 36 short stories. Like, a hundred words a day. So it's a poetry book. It's a poetry book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my my first bit of advice, start small. Over to you, Sam.
0: Yeah, I mean jumping on a little bit to the starting small thing, and I am gonna I am gonna uh, preface this with I I suck at routines and schedules and all of that stuff. This is why so, I love
1: having this conversation. Huh? This is why I love having this conversation with you.
0: <laughs> like I I'm really not good with them. Um, I get angry at them. I get angry at myself. I tell myself I'm going to do something. And then I don't get angry because I didn't do it. I get angry because I said I was going to do it. And I'm not in the mood to do it right now. So uh, fuck it. Um, So all that in mind, there is something um, that I do when I need to do something. And I don't want to do something. (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of important to get it done um and it it jumps a little bit onto what you just said about um like starting small and I can't remember where I heard this it's a very common thing this is probably something that a lot of people will have heard um it's it's the just start something just anything so like say for example I have to edit the podcast and I don't want to edit the podcast because I'm painting or I'm cross-stitching or I just don't fucking want to edit the podcast right now because, like, I'm not in the mood to edit. Um, So what I do is once I've convinced myself to uh, probably get off the sofa, like, let's not lie, is I open my laptop and I turn it on. And I will go to where we keep the files and I will download it And while that's downloading. I will open up the editing software because it only takes like a minute or so to download and then I will upload it and then I will do nothing else. And I'll just sit and I'll look at it and I'll be like, right, cool. I did that tiny thing mm-hmm. so I can just stop now, but my brain's like, but you're here. Yep. So just like, just, just do the first, just do a little bit of it. And before I know it, I'm, like, finishing up the tiles on Canva and, Mm. like, writing up the show notes. And it doesn't always work like that. I don't always get that far ahead. Sometimes I'm like, right, I did what I said I was going to do. Cool. Shut the laptop, get the chocolate. (laughs) Like, you know, sometimes... Well done. Yes. You did good. Well done. It's officially now in the editing software. (laughs) Um, But a lot of the time, it is just that thing of tiny steps. Mm Mm-hmm like teeny tiny steps and I think um when it comes to like writing the same thing applies right I'm just gonna open my laptop or open my notebook or however it is that you choose whether it's you know get my dictation tool
1: out dictaphone sure use my hand (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting to use that for ages
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) you good Mm -hmm. the shade of your face is starting to match my sweater Mm -hmm. okay um yes dictaphone um (laughs) you just put your lips away and it's killed me Whatever it is that you use to write, open that up. Now I'm yawning. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> up, And just be like, right, I'm going to, mm-hmm. if you're starting something, I'm going to write the title. Or um, if you're in the middle of something, okay, I'm just going to write like a sentence. And odds are you'll get to the end of the sentence or the title and your brain will be like, oh, we can do another one yeah and even if it doesn't one sentence is one sentence more than you had before and it's a similar thing to um what we used to um talk about in kind of group therapy and recovery and all that kind of stuff is that like if you've got a massive jar and you need to fill it with rice but all you can manage is one grain of rice a day that jar is still going to get filled up
1: yeah,
0: yeah it's going to take longer. But it's going to take a hell of a lot, lot longer if you don't put anything in it, yep. ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just the, the grain of rice.
1: Yeah. Theory. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it's sometimes called chunking, where you just like you you work out it is <laughs> what um the next sort of
0: <laughs> It's what we step. call being sick where I'm from.
1: Well, from <laughs> reason very different places, but yeah, chunking because you chunk it together. Um. But it's like the next possible smallest step towards the thing that you want to achieve, and I mean. In that interview with uh, oprah stephen pressfield goes straight on about this is like your job as a writer is to sit down in front of a computer and put your fingers to the keyboard or pen to paper however you, however you write um and one thing that <laughs> like it's so painfully annoying like i feel like as i was gonna say creators but just as people there are so many universal pieces of advice that have become cliches catchphrases things that we just dismiss mm-hmm. we hear them so often forgetting that some of them there's so much truth behind them yeah sometimes things just are that simple
0: yeah. so
1: when it comes to writing like in its simplest form your job is to walk to the chair sit down think write. that's it obviously like put aside character plot world building you know all the strategy all that kind of stuff at its purest form that is the action one must take to put yourself in a position to create mm-hmm. and when people are <laughs> it made me laugh because when we used to do great writer share and um faye trask was one of the co-hosts one of her favorite questions was other than get your button in the chair what is your biggest piece of writing advice and mm-hmm. so people would be forced then because everyone would say just get your butt in the chair
0: mm-hmm.
1: people would be forced to say other things mm-hmm which I loved because I loved hearing those sort of extra different perspectives, but yeah. going back to like the singular truth, that is what one must do is sit down, like how do you write? Get your butt in the chair and write. Like, yep. How do you get into running? Go outside, put on some shoes, well put on shoes and go outside <laughs>
0: yeah. and
1: run like start slow you know, everyone's got their own paces, all that kind of things but that is that is at its core the simplest thing, so to create a writing routine, like you say, just Sit down, give yourself that small first step, um, and over time, do that regularly. That'll build. There was a story I heard about a guy who wanted to start going to the gym regularly, and so his first smallest step was to go downstairs and get his trainers on. That was all he had to do. So he did that for like a week. Started to get to the point where I was like, okay, I've got my trainers on. I might as well walk to the gym. And his gym was on there about a ten minute walk away. So he would walk to the gym, walk in the door, go did it they walk back home for like a week and they got to a point where he gets to the gym stops and then just goes well i'm here
0: yeah
1: i might as well and so starts building up small steps small steps small step into the thing that you're doing like if you're you know overweight if you're tired if you've got like sort of um health problems and you have been advice to exercise and get fit like just do it. like stand up a couple of times from the sofa sit down stand up sit down like Go up and down the stairs a couple of extra times. It doesn't have to be huge. Just, oh my, excuse me. Um, stop that one. Uh, like, yeah, you just have to do one better than you did the day before for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's how you build. Like, um, I'm going <laughs> jumping on so many cliche mm-hmm. examples and tropes now, but like, there's something I was t- taking from Kevin Hart is how can I be 1% better today than I was yesterday? Yeah. 1%. That's all you have to do is be, be- a little bit better than you were yesterday. Whatever that means for you. Um, and there are days when you know life takes us when health takes us all that kind of stuff and you're pushed back the next day how do you get one percent better than you were the day before yeah that's life it's just this roller coaster it's genuinely part of the reason i got this tattoo it's just that infinite loop of ebb and flow of rise and fall of you know this is life it's cyclical you know we have we have troughs like you can't escape them things are shit and then they pass that that is how life works um and so yeah all we can do is just try Better time to be a little bit better than the day before, and so bring that back to writing. You write 100 words one day, write 101 the next.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think I added anything new onto that. Is it my point now? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yes, best-selling international author
0: I, I'm, I'm... <laughs> of of almost 80 novels, Daniel Wilcox. It is your turn. So you
1: <laughs> my next point. Uh, I'm. I'm <laughs> I can't watch your face closely as I say it. So to build a writing routine, to be a writer, you must write every day. Mm-hmm. How I got to where I am, how I, how I am, how I got to where I am mm. <laughs> in 2015, I built a writing routine and I got up every morning between half five and six on weekends, bar a couple of days here and there where I was ill. And I got up, and that helped me put words down on the page, and that helped me write books, and that's what it takes to be an author. Sam, bullshit. <laughs> Not the fact that I did that because I did.
0: No, no, I believe but you did that. that. I'm saying. No, I that just want to clarify that
1: for the listener.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> like no, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. And I, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it's just I know you I know you're being purposefully antagonistic. Yes. Um but no, that is absolute fucking bullshit. And you absolutely don't. Nobody's life nobody's fucking life is um is built for that. <laughs> nobody's even if that is how even if that is your routine, even if that's what you're going to do. No one's life is built for that. Even if you are the type of person that does generally write every day. No one can write every day. And most people that are authors probably don't write every day. And I know there are a very, like, that's the first example that comes to my head um, is Jenna Moresi. She does not write every day. She is a fucking smash hit best-selling author that does not write every day. Like, it's bullshit. And it's one of those things that our brains tell us that we have to do so that if we miss a day, we can just tell ourselves, OK, well, we're not built for this. We're not writers. We're, that, it's just not. And you can you can stop. And like just do something else or, you know, it's something that people like to tell us to kind of keep us in our boxes or whatever. But no, you don't. An author is someone that finishes books.
1: There you go. And um, Thank you. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, so for my journey, I did, as I say, like every morning when I could, there were days when I was ill, there were certain days where obviously like, you know, I went away, I did things. Um, It's very hard to get up at 5am on a hangover. Um, And that helped me, like, I I can't say that it didn't, like, I put in the time, I got a lot of words down, like, you know, I was um, writing alongside other writers that were getting up every morning, do all that kind of stuff. And again, when we say every morning, it doesn't literally mean 100% every morning. Um, And I can't say that it didn't benefit my outputs and the things that I did
0: mm-hmm.
1: but conversely to that like you say there are thousands of examples of people that don't write every day but what they do have is a writing habit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for some people and so on my actual notes it's consistency not write every day is be consistent mm-hmm. if um because I've, I've had a few people recently that have said to me like oh, i've been told i need to write every day otherwise i'm not gonna be an author i'm like oh fuck off like listen to other voices look at the reality of what people do um consistency is is incredibly helpful and if you can harness it it's amazing to help you produce books consistency looks different for everyone so i don't know like this might not be a good example but say you're a nurse and you work six days a week and there's one day a week a tuesday in which you have a day to yourself laughable but gone um so on this tuesday you decide that for half an hour that day every tuesday at x time that is when i write and that's what i'm going to write and i do that and that's a ticklish thing i do because i want to do that that's still consistency because you're doing it every week you're doing it once a week but you're doing it every week and consistently you're building up your totals so that you can start to write a book it might be a case of you know for me i started off writing in the evenings and then i started turn that into writing in the mornings for you know personal reasons and things um, and I had to do that around work. That worked for me at the time, and I was hungry. I was hungry to write and to get this kind of life. So it it was it was worth it for me, you know, to dive in. Mm-hmm. But like we've had conversations, me and you. I hope you don't mind me sharing, like over the years of like how consistency is difficult for you because obviously, like mm. your um, I'm, I'm really unsure how to say it now. Your mental health,
0: <laughs> mental health, mental ill health, mental illness.
1: Yeah, and stupid brain, but you still have been managing to produce like it's not consistent but oh. you still got things under your belt and yeah. you know one thing that can sometimes help with being consistent is sprints and i don't mean like daily sprints but i mean like um jenna i believe and i might have to fact check this but there'll be writers that do this as well some writers will sit down for a four-week period i know an example jonathan jans who is a very successful horror author is a full-time school teacher yes and every summer holidays I don't know if that's what they call them in the US, summer vacation. Um, <laughs> he uses that time to write and so for 12 weeks, however long it is in the US, that's his writing time. And then he maybe jots bits and pieces down throughout the rest of the year, plans for that 12 weeks. But in that 12 weeks, he's incredibly prolific, like two, three books potentially, because um, he has been putting out a lot of stuff. And for him, that's a consistency. Like the reason so many books are produced in nano is because it's a very concentrated block of time where people in November go like, this is my month that I'm writing. like you've produced a book in nano i've produced books in nano like people in the community produced books in nano and they were consistent for that month it's intense but they were consistent for that month in making that happen Mm -hmm. um so like i guess the point of this is is twofold number one i really want to dispel the right everyday myth because it's just Mm -hmm. not true um and the other part is like consistency is what you make it look like if your career if your life doesn't allow for you to write every day just find as best you can a place in your calendar to fix in and go here's creative time yeah i'll use that it's up to you but you can build some form of routine some form of habit by doing that regularly
0: yeah i yeah i i do find consistency very difficult um i find i mean i've I already spoken about this but like routine habits consistency i can't even say it um extremely uh difficult and generally what's kind of kind of got me through a lot is that um I do have a very impulsive personality um and what I've done with that (laughs) with that because it it used to be to my detriment um and still can be on occasion it's I, I think I think it's a lifelong thing that one must work on um but like I try to hone that with my creativity like if I am i don't know just you know like i'll be like i want to paint and so literally whatever i'm doing i just because there's nothing more important to me in that moment than than painting and so like <laughs> i'm just drawn to to painting it happens with writing and that kind of stuff what i find helpful is if i just in my head have a couple of things that i know i'm i'm working on or want to work on and then when that kind of like i must do this now comes up i can apply it to something that i'm working on mm-hmm. as opposed to like i'm going to start a new project because yes. i must do it and i must do it now yeah um and i suppose you know my impulsivity can be relied upon
1: mm-hmm.
0: to like just come in and fuck up the day yeah so it, it makes sense to to like plan for that. And so in that way there is a consistency to my inconsistency. Yeah. Um yeah, I think like you say, it's it has to be what it looks like for you. Mm. I just yeah
1: yeah, I just get tired of being approached by people that being like, yeah, but I've been told that if I don't write every day, I'm not gonna be author. I'm just like, like right. <laughs> okay. Not that so, person, but whoever like, told them that.
0: Just does does just, just look at any other career. Mm-hmm. any
1: other career if you like I plumb every Sunday at six <laughs>
0: like if you don't do plumbing every day you're not a plumber like, shit. Mm.
1: yeah <laughs> um,
0: that really that had a hard time coming out of my mouth I'm <laughs>
1: <to>. <laughs> but on that kind of um on that note if you do find you know that you've given yourself a particular time in the week and you're sitting down and it's still a struggle to um get the words down uh, actually, something that I found very, very useful for myself the last couple of weeks that I'll, I'll get to in a second. But, like, accountability. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason we run yeah, <laughs> the
0: <they're laughs> mm. I just oh. feel like you're running down a list of stuff that pisses me off, but carry on.
1: Well, no, but again, like, the whole point of this kind of stuff is, like, to show that it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. But, like, these are big things that people can find yes. useful. Um, but accountability yeah. is a big one. So in the sense of... Um, so we run activated all sprints you know on tuesday thursday mornings uh tuesday thursday evenings um and then during nano like all the fucking time yeah <laughs> and people come to those sprints because they they can sit down and write by themselves but they know that they will potentially easy get distracted like some people have a harder time concentrating for longer periods um which again is something that can be improved but like we'll skip past that for now mm-hmm. um and so we, we have these sprints because for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes at a time, that is work time. And people sit down on the computer together. And as a group, there's this collective almost pressure. And I don't mean pressure in a bad way, but it's kind of no. like pressure to say like, okay, everyone else is. So I may as well be. And you do. And that is kind of one of the whole principles behind, you know, why we sprint started is because we started doing that and people found themselves incredibly productive because for 20, 30 minutes, they're working no distraction. And it's amazing what you can achieve in that time by doing that. So accountability by other people. And then one thing that I found very interesting the last couple of weeks, So I mentioned that I've been vlogging essentially Mm -hmm. like live my writing of my latest book. Yeah. You, you can't really jump on other browsers and start doing other things when like you're filming every step of what you're doing. So like No, when
0: you're screen recording, they will yeah. notice. Yeah. So even like, in a time
1: lapse. <laughs> so my my sessions are running anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and fifteen minutes and they are intense. And I'm getting like three thousand words an hour because I'm just like in it and I'm like, I can't like I can't do anything else because this is I'm, like, I'm filming me. <laughs> this is my process there you go live vlog what you're doing you don't have to but like there are people that stream on Twitch themselves writing Mm -hmm. Um, there are people that like stream themselves on social media and things like there are ways to do it if that's what you fancy but yeah accountability
0: yeah 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 accountability is very helpful for a lot of people
1: Mm -hmm.
0: once again it's something that angers me Um, not rationally I think accountability is great for other people. Um, I've tried it several times in a, in a structured way, mostly with you when we, like, when we started coaching and through the mastermind stuff and just like check-ins and stuff. I, I get angry at you. <laughs> in the build-up, I'm angry at you and and i have to do a lot of deep personal work before we jump on that call for me not to just start shouting at you um because <laughs> i i don't know i it like if you said to me today okay what's one thing you could you like uh, want to achieve by next week other than breathe and like probably eat at some point and just the normal bodily functions that one goes through in a week guaranteed whatever I say to you that I want to do and I will genuinely want to do it when I say it will be something that I've gone nowhere near but I'll have done this (laughs) like this other thing here but that doesn't count because I I didn't say I was going to do this I said I was going to do that Mm. and so I get angry because in my head I'm like well fuck you Dan because look at this awesome thing that I've done instead but you don't care about this do you you don't care about the fact that like I wanted to do this and I made this and like I'm really happy with it actually and I think it could do this this and this all you care about Dan is that I didn't do this thing and just again this is all in my head before Mm -hmm. I've gone anywhere near Dan because I wouldn't speak to Dan like that because that would make me an arsehole Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like I get really like I genuinely get cross upset I can bring myself to tears over it. It's not something, at least in in that kind of way, that is useful for me. Again, because my brain doesn't work like that. And I, to keep myself happy and sane, I have to um, go with my impulsivity in some way. Um, and And for me, that's what keeps me happy and safe. <laughs> like
1: I, well I'd love to know the um what percentage of um particularly the UK population but like just generally um uh, people are like neurodivergent because like again like the no offense at all just in case anyone's listening to this and wondering like no offense at all from anything sounds just said because like I know all this <laughs> but also again like I I feel like I'm speaking to majority And you're speaking to minority and i think that is incredibly useful again just to have that yin and yang because there's from what i've seen not a whole lot of resource out there for people that do have neurodivergent brains that you know struggle with this kind of consistency everything else um so throwing it back over to you what is something else do you want to put on the list of routine or habit or
0: oh i don't know (laughs) 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 although I, I like I will say as well that like I'm also very aware that you know the point of being well not the point but like yes my brain works differently but that doesn't mean that everybody's brain that works differently to like your like normal heavy air quotes um brain works like mine because it doesn't <laughs> that's oh, yeah. one of the fun things about it um so like some people um will find their brain works almost ex- the exact opposite like the the antithesis of mine where like they need very strict guidelines and routines and structures and if something is slightly off that can really fuck with everything and mm-hmm. it's it's upsetting Um, so I think just, first of all, you just got to kind of like be real with yourself Mm -hmm. because like the amount of times I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to plan the next month (laughs) and it gets to Wednesday of that very same week. And I've basically burnt my planner and I'm sat in the corner crying Mm -hmm. because I keep trying to force myself into like this because it feels good while I'm doing it. Like planning feels great. (laughs) you've got all this potential you've got a fresh notepad in front of you like a blank calendar and you're like okay i'm basically like the ruler of my own universe (laughs) so i'm gonna plan everything to like a stupid degree um and it's fine because nothing will go wrong and of course inevitably like even if like you thrive off that kind of structure life happens all the fucking time and whether it's you like spilling a coffee on your podcast shirt or it's like getting you know a horrible phone call or like breaking your leg or you know worse things or or whatever shit co- is constantly like being thrown at you because that's just life it's not just you in a vacuum unfortunately li- we live on a planet with lots of other people and they've also planned their perfect thing mm-hmm. and like they don't work together <laughs> so shit's gonna like just pop off all the time so I think like no matter how your brain works just knowing that that is something to account for mm-hmm. um and the best part is that obviously you can't account for it actually because you don't know what it's going to be because if we did it wouldn't be a problem um the dog like I said the other thing is just to understand yes. your <laughs> You come closer to the mic so you don't get cut out. Yeah. Um <laughs> is to understand yourself or at least because it's understanding yourself is is also a tricky thing, but at least start start to like pot, pot and spot my oh, goddamn brain is trying to kill me. Pat and spot um your own behavior. Yeah. And even if you don't do anything to rectify it at first, just notice it because like you'll you'll notice it and then you'll forget about it and then it'll fuck you up again yeah. and and this will keep happening until you remember to just factor it in mm-hmm. um <laughs> or at least that's how it works for me yeah um but yeah just just understanding that like there is so much advice on anything and everything there's so much advice and like there's so much advice against the advice <laughs> that's there and it's very confusing and you know there is no like golden advice for everybody because our brains work differently yeah. so i would say just start by trying to understand a little bit how you work so if like me when you tell someone like you're going to do something and then you find the closer you get to having to then look that person in the eye um and say either like here it is or like i didn't do it like just figure how that makes you feel because for me it's not a case of like i feel bad because i didn't do the thing for me it's fuck you why should i do the thing (laughs) even though i've asked yeah so it is just that yeah i think it is just a case of like knowing yourself um i'm trying to think i'm trying to think if there's anything like in particular
1: well so one that i think potentially might have helped you because i know that you recently hit your your proofreading deadline we won't go into the other parts but like you you hit the deadline um you set a deadline did you find the deadline helpful
0: <laughs> mm, sure next question
1: okay well so i've got i've got a few bits <laughs> on here um i will kind of like rapid fire through because i'm aware that we've been speaking for a little while now um So uh, obviously, we said about starting small. We said about chunking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Consistency, if you can. Um, Something that can be useful as well is tracking. So Mm -hmm. actually, like, keeping tallies of your words. You can see your progression. Yeah, I know a lot of people like to do that. Yeah, although I say words, but one of my points as well here is focus on habit over words. So initially, in those first sort of four to six weeks minimum, focus on just that part of sitting down, Doing the thing, setting the timer, whatever it is for X amount log of time.
0: Log in the time. Yeah. Instead of putting your word count, log in the like a punch card at work, like 6 or 07 a.m.
1: Yeah. Make it like gray porridge. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm desk <at this> now. <laughs> time to put in my hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, because like, I always, whenever I go back to sort of rebuilding habits and things, like it is it is time. Like I focus on like I'm gonna do this for an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is that I'm working on. Um, again, could be 10, 15 minutes, depending on on where you're starting. But focus on just that habit because the rest of it will come. If you sit there, and I think what's the um, there's a piece of Neil Gaiman advice, which is like, during my writing sessions, I'm allowed not to write, but I'm not allowed to do anything but writing. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you can sit there and not produce and just stare at the screen, but you're not allowed to say sit there and go on Angry Birds or check your phone yeah, or anything yeah. else. Like you discipline yourself into that time and say, this is my time to create. Like in this time, I can create nothing i can't not be trying to create um which i think is like very very useful um one of the other very very big things that people struggle with when it comes to building habits is you have to understand that it takes time mm. to a habit. like I th- was, there was um research recently uh, it's
0: like it's it's something like 60 to 90 days to build a habit and three days Ooh. to break one it's something yeah. stupidly annoying like that
1: the latest studies say um on average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. 66 days to be exact. It can vary anywhere from 18 days to 254 days. Um, so you hopefully you're on it's the angers me. Yeah, hopefully you're on the lighter end of the spectrum. But like it, it it takes a while to build a habit and it's not always comfortable. Um those those few
0: shit, I'm sorry. That's really made me cross. Why? Just because it's so much time.
1: Yeah yeah
0: i I, I know uh, sorry
1: sorry (laughs) but yeah it's
0: it's
1: it's not always comfortable building a new habit because it's gonna feel different obviously like your body's gonna go but like this isn't what we do at this time at this piece of the day and what we've got to remember as well that like there are habits and things that most people tune into their day where like you just do it without thinking like every morning most people will likely have breakfast most people will likely brush their teeth. Like there are certain things that we do that without thinking because we've made them habits. Like, And that's kind of what you want to try and aim for with your writing is getting to a point where it's like today is the day. This is the time and this is happening. Um, and again, like your brain is going to rebel from that in the beginning because it's unusual and it's different. And so
0: and safe is what it's trying to do.
1: Yeah. Your brain does not like change. Like that's its whole job is to protect you from difference and things that it doesn't know. Um, which kind of brings me on to one of the final points, which is, like, know why you're writing. Like, I didn't put this at the beginning. I normally did proud of you. But it's, like, in... But like, it does go at the beginning. But I'm proud of you. The it's fundamentally core to fucking everything to do with this yeah. kind of business. It's like, life. Let's why, be honest. Why <laughs> go through the rigmarole of building a writing habit if you don't want to? Yeah. Or there's nothing that you're Honestly,
0: out. Like to the point of like i'm not even kidding like on my darkest days i i literally ask myself why am i still here mm. and not in like a like morose way like let let me just check in with why i've decided that breathing is the is the way forward yeah and and i and i connect with like the reasons and i'm like are they still valid <laughs> are they still valid because it's really difficult right now <laughs> and like <laughs> yes fine all right fine i'll breathe for today and we'll see how we're going tomorrow
1: (laughs) but yeah it's right like if you're sitting if you're wondering why you should get into that chair it's like well why did you decide to think about making this decision like is it because you have a story you're dying to tell is it because you're sick of your job and you feel feel like writing is the way out like whatever the multitude of reasons are there's a reason why you want to do it and if there's not don't do it there are a thousand other things you could be doing that are probably more fun for you
0: Eat bake wells, mate, they're amazing. Cherry
1: bake wells, like, speak to Mister Kipling. Have a good time. Have a cup of tea, yeah, like,
0: or coffee.
1: Yeah, use that time to do something else. But like, if you unless you really do have that reason that, of why you want to do it, none of it, none of it comes together.
0: I've thought of something. Go on. <laughs> so, I have a like a big love affair with both my sofa and my bed. I adore them. And something has to be real fucking special for me to not want to be on one of them. Right. And I mean, like, like next level special. So if I can do something in one of my favorite places where I can be very comfortable, then that's a win. So, like, honest to God, when I was trying, when like after I'd come out of drama school and like my mental health was, shit and i'd had a kid and i was trying to like build my my life like my brain was like okay what can i do in bed that isn't prostitution (laughs) i'm being honestly like there's been a few times in my life where i've considered it (laughs) (laughs) life is hard and it pays well (laughs) and i was like okay well i can write in bed I can write on the sofa and and so like I've already got a space where I feel safe and comfortable where like I you know I know like I'm at home I can lock the doors nothing like is coming to get me I don't have to answer the phone if I don't want to I'm safe I'm comfortable and so like having you know a laptop that literally I can bring downstairs with me take up like whatever it it makes a big difference to just knowing like, it's like a treat because I'm like, I'm really comfy. I'm really warm apart from today. Um, and I can just sit down and do this thing. So I think like, just making, like making it part of something that you already enjoy. Like, you know how you said before about like tacking habits onto habits and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I know obviously this is a bit different and a bit bigger, but i d- like genuinely just having that kind of space where i'm comfortable and i don't just mean physically i mean like mentally and emotionally comfortable and feel safe is is huge for me so like i've tried several times to you know be a proper writer and go to a coffee shop and i hate it with I... all of the passion <laughs> with all of the passion in me yes i was being i was being heavily sarcastic um I hate it with all of the passion in me because I who are these people around me why won't they shut the fuck up I obviously need silence um like why what really today is the day you've trained you're training the new barista to, to steam milk and it sounds like they're killing a mermaid
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but like Dan loves going to coffee shops like, I, when he came down, I've, I've been to a coffee shop with Dan and tried it. Mm-hmm. I still hated it. <laughs> I still hated it. It's just not for yeah, me. I mean,
1: for me, there's something just, I think, because I spend a lot of time like by myself, I like being around other people, I even do. if it's indirect.
0: I don't. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but you're right, there's a reason that when I write in the mornings, like, I'll make a really nice cup of coffee. And, you know, I've got nice headphones that fit my head well. And I've kind of spent a bit of time redecorating all of this room to make it nicer you for me.
0: Visualize something. Yeah yeah
1: yeah make it so that like you say it's a pleasurable experience because writing writing you know it it is hard and it has times where you really just want to punch the screen um but there are times where it's really really fun and nice and like you know it's -hmm. nice being a writer i feel yeah
0: Um, if you can if you can make your toes um and i will try to explain this for people listening not watching but just very quickly if you can make your toes do this <laughs>
1: oh, when you, like, stretch in bed in the morning, you have that kind of like, oh,
0: <laughs> and you have the little comfy. Woos. Um, so it's like when your feet are pressed together and your toes do little like flipper motions, but your feet, or you can rub your feet up and down while your toes are doing it. That's that's my I know when I'm comfortable and feel happy and safe because my feet just go, <laughs> yeah.
1: If they, I love, I love those morning stretches where you feel like you're having an exorcism. <laughs> yeah you know I mean yeah,
0: that's every yes I do I'm 36 that's everyone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah sorry I'm
1: done. Okay. I've got nothing um, else. I'm off so, like, now. So my final final point um and I'm aware there's a lot of stuff in this episode but yeah you awesome. I'll
0: slim it down.
1: <sighs> you're fine. Um the the final thing to remember is that motivation only gets you so far. Yes. So like we've all had those times where we watch someone, we've seen something, we've read something and we suddenly go like, I could do this. And for two, maybe three days, we're like on a roll. And we're like, yes, we can do this. Inevitably, motivation will wear out. Things will get more difficult and that energy will just slow. That's where building a habit really comes into its own. That's where building the routine really comes in, into its own because discipline is going to get you so so much further than motiva- motivation ever will. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Jonathan Inez on our expert panel and he's a king of this. Um, maybe to the point of like psychopathy but like (laughs) but like he absolutely is like he he knows when he's made a promise to himself that he's going to keep it um something that I absolutely loved was like I heard about a story about Kobe Bryant who before he started a season in NBA he would basically write a contract to himself and Mm -hmm. then thereafter it was never a question of am I going to do this because the decision was already made so working out at whatever time he was for however long all the practice like how he arranged stuff with his family and things you know he probably i hope had conversation with his wife and, and kid at the time um rest in peace but he yeah,
0: yeah. every time yeah. i forget
1: yeah but he um that was that was something that he did to himself because once you've made that decision make the decision like with a big like b and a big d
0: with a capital d
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's then not a question anymore and so it's not a case of like oh should i get up today it's no i get up today because i've chosen to do this if you're having a day somebody that
0: knows themselves yeah because i've tried that before it didn't work for me i'm also not kobe um (laughs) if if you're struggling
1: as well why am i doing this (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. there we go up let's make a nice coffee let's sit down maybe today's going to be a bit more difficult but this is a thing that i do Mm -hmm. routine habit there you go the,
0: the quote that you just reminded me of which is Motivation gets you started. Habit keeps you going.
1: And death gets us all. So, um,
0: fucking hell, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Merry fucking oh. Christmas, everybody.
1: Apologies. Oh, I've been having <laughs> a lot of horror this week. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> but not today. But not today.
1: Yeah. That's the quote that people just don't finish. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that kind of brings us around the houses of, uh, how do you create a writing habit? Um, just as a reminder, we've got things like start small, track your words, consistency, focus on habit over words, give it some time and remember that it's going to be difficult. Give yourself a deadline. You've got discipline over motivation. And remember your why, um, <laughs> remember folks, death gets us all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll get the link for that Stephen Pressfield, um, i will sam yeah
0: I'll get sure to- you will I'll i've heard this shit before Oprah,
1: so that's over in the show notes for you um and yeah i mean <laughs> kind of goes into a perfect plug so if anyone does want to check out the activated office community join us in our weekly live uh writing sprints build your own routine habit like i'm not kidding the amount of people that we have come onto these sprints and just say like i've written more in this session than i have in months if ever mm-hmm. um like we've got a fantastic group of people over there, like all waiting to say hi. So go into activatedauthors.com and you can sign up for 30 days, absolutely free. Cancel at any point, no obligation. We, hands to heart, mean that. Um, and yeah, that kind of brings us to the end. So I will say a massive thank you sam and to you the listeners for tuning in we appreciate you and the time you spend with us each and every week and as always if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career hello david to activate your authors.com to find out everything we've got going on one more time for myself and from sam we will see you next week
0: death comes to us all goodbye <laughs> activate your energy